Every day, at least once a day, we remind ourselves that we have a mitzvah. The mitzvah is to study and to teach Torah. In fact, the bare minimum requirement to study Torah is to study something every morning and every evening. And strictly speaking, you could fulfill that mitzvah by saying the Shema. But the message is very clear that we, every one of us, has a mitzvah to learn Torah. It is interesting, the Rambam tells us that the requirement to learn Torah on a daily basis is a requirement on adult men. Women are exempt from that obligation and children are exempt except for the fact that a father has a responsibility to educate his child so that obviously the child will know what it is to be Jewish. That education begins at the youngest age. In the Rambam's words, from the moment that a child can speak, a father has to teach his child and by extension his grandchild basic verses of the Torah. By the time the child hits the age of six or seven, says the Rambam, the child should be enrolled in a formal education system with a school or a melamed, the age-old teacher who would instruct the children. In fact, says the Rambam, not only do you have a responsibility to teach your own children, you actually have the responsibility to teach any child who requires an education. The mitzvah to learn Torah applies for a, to a person regardless of their personal circumstances, regardless of their wealth or otherwise, regardless of their physical state. The Rambam quotes various examples throughout history of people who were great Torah scholars in spite of being indigent or suffering terribly. And the mitzvah of Torah study continues until one's last day. In addition to the mitzvah that we have to study Torah and to teach Torah to other people, today we learn that there is a special mitzvah to show respect to Torah scholars. And that doesn't necessarily mean only the top scholars in the community. In fact, any person who has taught us, any person who we look up to as our guide, as our rabbi, as our teacher, we're supposed to show them incredible respect. So much so that the Rambam tells us our sages say that the awe that we have of a teacher is supposed to be quite similar to the awe that we have of God himself. And if a person were to disrespect their teacher, it's considered like they're disrespecting the divine presence. And so the attitude that the Torah wants us to have towards our rabbis is an attitude of reverence. We don't call them by their first name. We don't render halachic decisions if they're in town. So the Rambam says, if you live in the same town as your rabbi and a person approaches you to ask you, what does Judaism say about X and Y? The appropriate response is to say, please speak to my rabbi. He'll tell you. We certainly don't contradict them in a public forum. And if we do have a question, we have to ensure that we pose it as a question. We stand when a rabbi enters the room. Uh, we're not supposed to slouch in front of the rabbi. It's a sign of disrespect. And the Rambam even says, interestingly enough, that in the shul layout, you're not supposed to daven right in front of your rabbi or right behind him because either one of those may be a sense of disrespect.